release the hostages. Nobody's going to worry over kidnapping charges. The most you're going to get is five years. You get out in one year, huh? Kiss me, yeah. What? Kiss me. When I'm being fucked, I like to get kissed hey, a come lot. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. You're a city cop, right? Robbing the bank's a federal offense. They got me on kidnapping, armed robbery. They're going to bury me, man. I don't want to talk to somebody who's trying to calm me. Get somebody in charge here. I am in charge I don't want to talk to some flunky pig trying to calm me, man. You don't have to be calling What's he pig? doing? Hey, will you get back what over there? What are you there? over in there for? Will you What's get the doing? fuck back there? Huh? Get back What's there, What's he doing? Look at him with him. Get over there. Go on back there, man. Get over there, will ya? He wants to kill me so bad he can taste it. Oh, God, I was going to kill you. Attica! 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 Dog Day Afternoon, 1975, Sidney Lumet film. A great movie. Funnier than I anticipated. This movie was hilarious. Did not expect that. I thought it was some serious drama, hostage-taken movie. Um, the quote you just listened to, that was improvised by Al Pacino. The whole kiss me, I like to be kissed when I'm being fucked. <laughs> it wasn't really it was in improv. the script. It was improvised. Do you like that? Yeah. It's classy. So, well, if you guys can't tell, it's only me and Tony. Jordan got cold feet. Um, just like in the movie, that character got cold feet about the robbery. Uh, based I love, on true I story love how he was like, uh, like the cockies, I need the cockies. Like, how do we get <laughs> yeah. home? Take, take the subway. <laughs> yeah, take the subway. That's when I was like, holy shit, this movie's hilarious. Yeah. Like, even before that, when he tries to open up the. the Take yeah, his gun box. out of his present. The apparently, apparently that was an accident too. Like Pacino couldn't do oh it properly God. first go, and they'd like kept it. it. Yeah, it well, keeps fiction, with the keeps with the tone. Yeah, sometimes fact is stranger than fiction because literally, I don't know if you know about this, Tony, but the actual original robbers were inspired by. Um, I didn't say inspired by, but kind of pushed over the edge by the Godfather. Like they were watching it, and apparently the guy handed over a note. That said, an offer you can't refuse, or some shit like a direct quote from the movie as you robbed the place. Like he kind of got like that inspiration spur of the moment to like pay for his, and that's all true. How he's paying for his partner's um, sex yeah. Well, it did say what based on actual events. Yeah, some of it's like heightened, um, and some of it doesn't go down. Dramatized. Yeah, yeah, but just as good. Like it's probably better than the actual true events because that guy's been a scumbag. Because I feel like. Because they didn't get back together after like he left prison. So I think he's a bit of a... The real life guy's a bit of a scumbag. Not trustworthy. As we were saying, me and Tony are doing this together. And it's a bit of a trend when me and Tony do... I'm definitely the Sal in this situation. And you're... I'm Sonny, am I? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just following your lead, hoping yeah. <laughs> that you fucking got my back. <laughs> well, he's a, no. such a tragic character. Yes, but when we when me, when me and Tony do a podcast together, we normally cover an Al Pacino movie in our trilogy. Mm-hmm. So we have all De Niro, just, De Niro or Pacino. One yeah. Or two. So the next movie we're picking is De Niro to cover the theme. Um, see if you can guess it by the next movie. Tony, do you know that the guy who's Sonny, the original Sonny, he sold the story for like seven grand to like the producers of the movie? And I, I guess apparently, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, back well, in the day, it's low money. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, it's a lot of money. Um, but apparently, he negotiated 1% of the revenue of the film. Ooh, and that made some money kind of, Yeah, I know, but they didn't want to pay it. I think they went to court, and I think he got 40 grand payout or something. There's a law now, though, right? You can't make money from your crimes. Is that like a new thing? 
this is a rare circumstance where yeah. I don't know, it's tragic really, especially that sour character. Which I don't know if you know originally Tony was supposed to be an eighteen year old like kid. Yeah. Because that's the original person. Was it Sidney Lumet said like he just blew blew him away in like the uh-huh. line readings? Yeah. The audition. Well that well that actor there, let's talk about John Casale. This is um he's only done five movies in his filmography and all five were at least nominated and then three of them won Best Picture. <laughs> You know, they're yeah. big, good projects. Is he the reason why they got nominated? Do you think he elevates all the f- films he's in? I mean, he, he, he elevates it in a, in a sense, but I still think The Godfather 1 yeah. and 2 would still be just as good. Well, The Godfather, but, The Conversation, The Godfather yeah. Part 2, Dog but, Day Afternoon, and then Deer yeah. Hunter. I mean, tragically, he died. Well, in this movie, he brings... He's like the heart of the movie, I feel like. Yeah, he doesn't do much, man. Every scene he's in, like even when he's in the background or nothing, I'm always just drawn to him. Like he, yeah. he brings that character so much depth. Kind of you reminds know, he, you of uh, Heath Ledger. Heath oh Ledger yeah, did the yeah. Same, he does the same thing. Just there's so much depth to every character they play. Dude, it's because of the eyes, him. man. It's the eyes. He, it's sad. He's like pup, little pup, lost puppy dog or something with his eyes. You just feel, well, you just he, feel for him. He just emotes so much. Like he can just communicate so much through it. Yeah, but I feel like I pity him. Such a talent. And everything I see him in, the Godfather. The two Godfathers, you really pity him. Yeah. And this one, I just feel like it was so bad for the dude. <laughs> but I, uh, the first time I seen it, I was like, yeah, this guy's so dead. <laughs> yeah, no, he I has little energy for it. I knew he was going to die. Or he was going to do something fucking crazy too, like like a live wire. Because he's like, <laughs> do you say something like, if we did, this goes wrong, are we going to kill ourselves? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you said that. No, yeah, no, he's like, uh, did you mean what you said? Like, what do you, what do you yeah. mean? I was like, that we would kill ourselves. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, he has, like, no hope, and Sonny has all the hope in the world. He thinks he's going to be fucking on an airplane, fucking have to retire, and fucking, oh. Mate, he's, Pacino, yeah. no, I feel like it's all lying to himself, too. I don't think the Sonny character actually believes all that. I think he believes um, it. I don't know, man. There's, like, a... I, I don't see it. I just feel like he's just trying to get through motions and get through the situation. Like, if he totally gave up, it will be over. So, he's just grasping onto anything he can so these lies he's telling himself um but yeah i I think deep down he knows it's not going to go well for him even though towards the very end you feel like we're almost there um sunny the character played by al pacino um he plays it so well like i get to give pacino his props um he definitely carries a movie even though like as we talk about john casale definitely helps him like helps prop it up but it's definitely like a pacino film you know how old he was in this movie, Tony? You'd be in his, his 30s, right? Um, so he was born in 1940, which makes him 35. But he 30. looks very young. It doesn't look like he's in his 30s. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, young. That baby yeah, face. Look, yeah, looks like he's late 20s. The cool thing about Pacino, man, since we're on this John Cassell sort of kick, he really wanted to impress him. Like, he looked up to him. Like, they knew each other before they got famous. They were, like, in play stuff. Um, and there was this moment where he was, like, doing theatre and he knew John Cassell was in the audience. And he was, like... Oh, really? Trying to go... Like, trying to impress him and shit. And Pacino knew, like, fucking doing too much here. <laughs> <laughs> and after John Cassell was like, yeah, you done well, man. And, like, they had, like, a, uh, like a, they shared a moment together. But he loved him, eh? He, 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 was, he thought he was really talented. He was so talented... He's, like, he, his biggest fan. Yeah, he was so talented, Tony. Even Meryl Streep started dating him. And this dude isn't like the hottest dude ever. Like, he's got, like, he's bald in. But he has this. Like, but is he. Was uh, Meryl Streep using him for success? 
maybe to take his acting prowess. Are you saying she's a succubus, like sucking his power? And I, I, he he was established first, right? Uh, yeah, but she Did was. Well, maybe it was her first Oscar nomination for The Deer Hunter. Yeah, damn. Wait, wait do you think was he involved in getting her the role? Oh, mate, I don't know. She's that talented as well. Like, you can't really say yeah. that. Um, but no, let's go through, since we're on Academy Awards, this movie was nominated for Best Picture, Best Lead Actor from Al Pacino, Best Supporting Actor by Chris Sarandon, not Cassell. Well, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. He, was, he was great. Uh, director, Sidney Lamette, and Best Writer, Original Screenplay, screenplay which it won yeah. the screenplay. Well, what, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be adapted because it was, like, based on an event? Oh, no. So yeah, I don't know. That's actually interesting. It's not like it's not like someone wrote a biopic about it, and then he wrote off that. He like got the yeah, true okay. events and wrote it himself. You actually liked the performance by um, Sarandon. Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, I think because the only movie I know I know from two movies. One is Fright Night, mm-hmm. and the other one is um, The Princess Bride. Yeah. And when I first saw his face, I was expecting that you know the, the deep voice he has, but he's truly like playing a character. Yeah, so it just really uh, shows the range. It's, it's it'd be a very hard role to pull off too, especially in the seventies. But is he like? Is that the problem? Though, is he, he's playing a character. No, but he's doing a great job. Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like it was well. This movie is like in, like very very progressive because I did not expect him to be gay and his partner have a <laughs> have a tra- <laughs> have a. Uh, do you think they will? Do you, do you think they should have uh, Hollywood Hollywoodized it? Well, no, and make it. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, back in the 70s, was a movies delving in the issues of people were, who were trans, transsexual, like people who were born yeah. in a man's body or vice versa. Yeah. Uh, not many. They're very progressive. Yeah. It's, it's just good they didn't shy away from it. They kept the story real. As I said before, fact over fiction, mate. Fucking it's hectic. Uh, but, Tony, do you uh, know who Pacino went up, went up against in the Oscars this year? Uh, he, he obviously didn't win because he, he only won the Oscar for all. Son of a woman. No, he did not win. Which is a shame. He should have. He should have at least five. He's going up against yeah. one of their favorite, one of their favorite actors. Mm, Nicholson, know. bro. For what? Fucking one flew of the cuckoo's one nest. One flew of the cuckoo's yeah. nest. Yeah. Okay. So it's been what the fuck. It's been man? a while since I've seen that performance. <laughs> I don't even like that. Yeah, I don't. I feel like Pacino's way better from memory. Well, that's it. Pacino, Pacino's robbed. Well, this, uh, <laughs> because like imagine this role of Sonny, you have to be on. Like, it's a hard-ass performance to pull off because at the very start, you're just sort of nervous and, like, mm-hmm. panicky. And then you just... Turn, like, it's so many elements to it. And it's always... The stakes get higher and higher. And, like, his energy is up and down. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, but, Tony, do you forget all the good stuff that happens in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest? No, I feel like Nicholson's been more of a movie star than that. And they just gave him to him. Uh, he was, like, showing well, off. Funny we say that, man, because the, they pretty much were up for the same awards. So they it won Best Picture, it won Leading Leading Actor, it won Leading Actress, Fuck, stole everything. it won Best Director, and it won Adapted Screenplay, though. Screenplay. It was adapted, though. Oh. But it was always nom- nominated for so many as well. It nominated for like eight things, nine nine mm, things. Hard year. Yeah, hell yeah. It's one of those but no, years. this is movies. I was definitely late to this movie, man, because this is the first time I've ever seen um, Dog Day Afternoon. I, as I said, like a while ago. Pacino really wasn't my man. De Niro was my guy. Same with Tony. Yeah. But Tony's kind of like forgot his roots. No, but, uh, yeah, I have converted to a Pacino, man. <laughs> Mistakenly. But to be honest, I think I think at first it started off just to be like, 
you know, like a podcast, kind of like Ship and Sh- Skip and Shannon. One's always LeBron, <laughs> one's always Jordan. Yeah. I thought we could have that dynamic, but now maybe I'm believing in the lies. Well, I do believe I believe in the lies. Pacino, no, not the lies. That Pacino's the better actor. He has more range than De Niro. De Niro plays. De Niro's playing De Niro every time. Are you serious? That's like way. Oh, off. sorry. De Niro will play at least a, 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 not as much intensity in one role than more intensities in the other. There's one, one thing know? we can say about both actors: like they can't, like you can't put him in Raging Bull. De Niro could not pull this off. Yeah, I don't think he could either. What Pacino's doing? Actually, I don't know, man. I'll give him more chance than um, El Pacino doing Raging Bull. That's for sure. There's no a single <laughs> chance that he could pull off a boxer. <laughs> like he's not hard enough, yeah, man. He's, he's too like he's a soft side to Pacino. And it's always in all his performances, which makes him. That's a very good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he could ever pull for athlete. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pacino could ever be an athlete. Like even um, believable anyway. Let's look, like look at Heat, where they share the screen. Who does better? Like, well, sorry, could you swap the roles, Tony? I think De Niro could be the cop. Obviously, not play it that insane, but you could still do something with it. But how is Pacino going to make what De Niro did better? Like, it, what De Niro does in that movie, man, it's pretty amazing. Dude, that's easy, that's easy work for Pacino. Remember how... He'd, just be, he'd, he'd be more... Uh, he'd be... He wouldn't be as violent. As, yeah. So, you wouldn't take him as seriously, I guess. Nah, be, yeah. But do you remember when he's, like, looking for the thermal images and there's, like, a direct shot and he's just staring? Mm. And Pacino's, like, staring at the screen? Mm. It's just That's, like, one of the best parts of the movie. There's no way that Pacino could, like, ace that stare. He was staring back at like him. Into, they're, both, they're both staring. He technically yeah, aced through it. the thermal images. Like you can see, like what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> he made us. <laughs> was that some guy like leans back on a truck or something? He makes like the tiniest noise. Like, well, that's actually a good heist movie compared to this one. But I love the part when De Niro's like, "Pull it, yeah, sure we're done." Away. It's like almost done. Almost like I'm almost there. And he's like, "Nope," and everyone's like, "No, nah, we're done." Yeah. Everyone just listens to him. Like they pull down their gas torch, or whatever, and just bail. But yeah. <laughs> Unlike in this movie where one guy just bails because he's got cold feet and he's afraid. Mm. Um, and you, you know how many years that guy got in prison, Tony? One? Yeah, roughly one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the original Sonny only served like seven years, even though he got sentenced to 20. I think it was seven years and he was out. Um, but apparently he had a hard time in prison, the original Sonny. Oh. There was a point there he got gang raped because <laughs> people didn't like... Yeah, not yeah, not joking. And he got him to like, because everyone thought he sold out and like sold out like his fellow criminals and shit for like the story. And then he like uh. got every, he made everyone watch the story, show a screen in, in the prison, and like I, th- I think they w- went easier on him because kind of like painted him in like a different light instead of yeah. like this guy just he's like <laughs> they're just jealous in prison, man. Oh, I've never been. I, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, well, you saying if you're in prison, bro, and you're you're t- like your bunk bunk buddy. He's just like forty grand, or seven, was it seven grand? Seven grand at the time, like probably seven grand at the time. And he's like, and there's like all over the papers and shit. This guy's like sold his story. Like, fuck this guy. I, I would be jealous. Do you feel like, uh, since like recently, like probably what 2010s? You feel like the whole cinema landscape has gone backwards? There's a few exceptions, like in the modern day. Like this movie here is like groundbreaking. They'll never make a movie like this ever again. No, they still make these sort like what was it that poor things movie? Isn't that like about That's not mainstream. <sighs> this movie would be mainstream as fuck, man. The guy who did Twelve Angry Men, Sidney Lamette, Al Pacino. Like this thing and it had like a big budget behind it, I'm pretty sure too. Oh yeah, true. 
I don't know. What was like the last? You, you need you need the big name directors to make these sort of films, and that's that's the way it is nowadays. Yeah, but even like what, like Christopher Nolan, he does. He's not edgy. Like he doesn't do anything too crazy. Oppenheimer is based on a true story. Oh no! All you yeah, need, no, the- all you need is what a crazy true story, and bang! They, they, like there you go. No, that's all right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to say, man. Like they don't make movies like this anymore. Definitely not. The seventies was a special time. I feel like every seventy, every really good seventies movie hit differently. It's crazy. It just stayed with you. I actually read something before about Lamette. I'm just gonna try to like do it verbatim what I, what I read. Um, it's about Lamette's filming technique. So Lamette, or his focus on the compassion of characters. Uh, you don't take sides. I've always loved the film, and perhaps because of the attitude of to the characters, it feels like a documentary. Uh, so that's pretty accurate for this film. Um, I definitely fucked that up the way I said it. If you notice, Tony, this movie is probably directed really well, but all the focus is on... Or maybe because that's Pacino's acting like, credit for that. Like You're always just drawn to him. And the same thing with Cassell. They're like magnetic. But there's so many little moments with all the characters. I don't feel like it's just completely their movie. There's so many little storylines and everything. Yes, you didn't listen to what I said, did you? What did you say? About Lamette doesn't like you don't he's not flashy, like you look at the Palmer, that's actually a good contrast. The Palmer he's like doing these one oneers, he's doing these like good things with the camera and you just notice all of it. This yeah, Lamette's not being too fancy. Study. Yeah, yeah. Well he's like he's definitely good though. Like he sets the mood, he sets like he puts the camera in good places like that. Let's like lets the humour come through. Yeah, the humor is definitely good. there. I think the the biggest uh, like the, the flashiest he gets, I think, is when the cops are like breaking into the bank, and then Pacino like lets out a fire firing shot, and there's so many quick cuts, like it just shows everyone's reaction to it. Well, good thing about this movie too is like how simple the plot is as well. It's a pretty simple plot. What happens? Three guys go to rob a bank. Two guys left. Goes awry. Hot situation, and that's your movie. There's not much to it. It's it is so dense of like characters and yeah, well, it's, great it's a, it's moments. A true, it's a true character study of who of Sonny <laughs> and like his evolution through like the story, like how like how he feels and blah blah blah. You know, you're like, right. like you're, you're right. following him through the whole time, his journey. A movie that was inspired by this movie. Um, I don't know if you remember the Negotiator, Tony, with uh, Kevin Spacey and Samuel L. Jackson. What comparisons can you can you reach between the two movies? Um, there's a negotiator that's not the best. The similarities I see is where the, the hostages take side with the hostage takers. Yeah, it's called Stockholm Syndrome. What, is the Stockholm Syndrome in, the, in this or not? Well, I, <laughs> the problem with these hostages, they can see these guys are... are hopeless. Yeah, this, they, do not, they don't have a plan. You know what I mean? They, just, yeah. they rock up, point guns at people, go, where's the money? And then... You know, there's barely any money in the vault. And they're like, what the fuck? He goes, oh my God, Jack from downtown, he fucked me. <laughs> yeah, Jack told me the fucking vault was in before. Yeah. So I, I think they don't, they don't feel that threatened by him. So I think that's why yeah, they're like sort different. of on their side. And they think they're like, oh, no, yeah, the media's here. Like, we're going to be sort of famous. I think they're taking advantage of it. Like, they feel sorry for him. Yeah. Even, the, like, I love the, the bank manager too, Mulaney. Mulvaney, his fucking name is, the actor who plays him. Mm-hmm. He, he like he brings a lot too. He, he doesn't really do much as well. He just stands there and makes snide comments. It's awesome. Um, all right, let's go to our movie smoothie, I think. Okay. Right, do you write one out, Tony? 
Yeah, I got one out. All right, so we'll get some bank heist. Get a bank, obviously. They Money. Don't get, in. <laughs> get some transsexual. What was he called? Trans man. Yeah. Or I think it's, tra- I think it's transsexual. Homosexuals, people who are not homosexual. Um, Hitting guns. Sydney Lamette, Pacino, definitely guns. Headshot. Attica. Um, Attica. Attica. All right, cool. That sounds like heaps. Surely, surely that movie is pretty obvious. What movie it is? I want to say the uh, the word fuck too, because it's like a lot of this has been used a lot in this movie. Um, fuck yeah. All right, so dog day afternoon smoothie, or I like to call this movie how not to rob a bank. Step one: ensure all your members of your crew are a hundred percent committed to the robbery. Step two: make sure there's adequate amount of money in the bank. They didn't do that. Step three, give yourself a time limit to the robbery. They didn't do any of that. There's no, you know, bank movies, also like, a hey, time, 30 seconds, a minute. They were there for a very long time. Uh, step four, don't light no fire. Because what the fuck was Sonny thinking? Like, why the fuck was he burning, like, the money register or something? Mm. Something I don't when understand. When the smoke, there's fire. So Yeah. I think maybe it was, but I think maybe it was marked bills or something, and then he had to burn the fake money. No, he was burning, no, he was burning the registry. But what's the so like people who like, it's the people who like came in that day and like made transactions and stuff. Okay, but for what? Maybe the travelers checked they stole. Like maybe it's just like okay. it's part of the trace. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Uh, step five: have an escape route. Like know all your exits because when he was like, "Is any of the, is any of the exit this place?" and the guys like, "There's a door out back." Uh, <laughs> step six: when the cops do come. Give him a fake name. It's like, it's like, what's your name? It's like, thinking about like, uh. I thought it was a fake name too. Yeah, he's like, oh, call first. me, call me Sonny. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's his yeah. actual name. Um, and step seven, when when it comes down to it, you got you got to kill a hostage so they know you're not playing around. And step eight. What? Yeah, step eight, fake your death so you can live on an island somewhere. That's how you rob a bank. Not the way they did it, which is all, all backwards. Do the quick change route of Actually, I was going to ask you that. What bank movie would you well sorry what bank heist movie would you take their plan from what well, like, would change bro how he like pretends to be like, a take the money to their body pretend to be a hostage that was so that was so smart and clever yeah so you, um, so you so okay so you're robbing a bank chain your first thing you're gonna wear a disguise which would well, be, actually watch what, what's actually your go-to disguise last night yeah well watch your movie last night um hell or high water with yeah. chris pine um and they've got a pretty cool they have like surgical gloves, hoodies, uh, belly clava. Glasses. Look, pre- look pretty dope. No, no glasses, no. Okay. But that shit, that shit looked pretty scary I as would, well. You no, want to scare do, your victims. I would have the bandana, like a cowboy. Cowboy hat and a bandana around the uh, face. Too confusing. You want to you want to strike fear. That's why the hockey masks in, in heat. What like, about the, uh, the nun outfits? The old granny from the, uh, the town. Yeah, it's, they're all like semi-scary. Actually, quick change um, is pretty good. He's like a, a clown. He drops the balloons. Let's go to the, yeah, into the, the camera. Yeah, he'll yeah. eat balloons. Yeah, box the camera. Yeah, they put a lot of care into like a comedy of this like bank heist. Like they kind of like cover every angle to solve it. Do you think they had a real oh, good bank heist movie it. and then they like, oh, fuck, we'll make it a comedy? Because they are. I went to that. was like, oh, it's pretty good. I have to watch that again. Because who directs that? I'm pretty sure it's a pretty good director who directs that. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Then you should find out. Um, anyway, so let's get into our movie. But do you, so, what, so you would use quick change? Is that your answer? Yeah, quick change, I'll, bro. I would do it inside, man. 
Oh my god, that's so yeah. good. Even that title is um, kind of like tipping off to the twist. Maybe we should. Um, nah, the I've never seen that movie, Inside Man. Nah, well, say spoilers then. That's uh, spoilers for Inside Man. You build a fake, oh. <laughs> fake room inside the bank, and then you live in it. That's what he does. Yeah. Like he, he builds up, the, builds yeah, he like a wall. Like, he lives in like a like, two it, by two meter yeah. little section, and it's like yeah, the, put, pretty much put a wall right next to another wall. And like he lives like right mm-hmm. next to it, yeah. He like stays in it for like two weeks or something. Pretty hectic. Yeah, maybe like a week. Sounds like a torture. Cause I'm pretty sure he stinks <laughs> on the way out, and oh, Denzel like no, smells. No, you have him a bucket. It still stink, bro. It still stinks. Um, and it's good to play a movie. So you get a, all these quick shots over the credits of the town. I don't know if you noticed this, Tony. It was like I think it's New Jersey or uh, Brooklyn or something, mm-hmm. but it has like one shot of like a fancy living. And then the next shot is be like poverty and like hard work and people. Yeah. And like there was bounce back and forth. I'm pretty sure all these shots were stolen too. Oh, mate. I'm sure it was too, Tony. Yeah. The 70s, bro. But you're like, isn't that interesting? They had the directors already telling you subconsciously like there's two sides to the world. So if you're like you live rich or you're, or you're poor and you're desperate, which is kind of like sunny. Mm-hmm. And then it has like the title Al Pacino in. So Al Pacino's a big star already or they pushed him to be a star. No, he but he did The Godfather. Um, and then yeah. what Serpico? So the pretty big, yeah, two so big hits back to back. Serpico was the one that like pushed him, wasn't it? Like he, yeah. it was like I think what's, so. What's a good comp- it, it proves that he wasn't no fluke. Like was it, like your Godfather? It's a great movie. Like was it, was he the reason? And then like when he did that movie, he's like, oh yeah, he's special. What actor can you compare? Has a similar like one-two punch. Like so, you had, they do a really good movie. And then they do a movie to prove themselves, which is like... So, what happened was he did Godfather in 72, well, Serpico well, 73, I, I think Godfather she, Part 2 in 74. Yeah. Oh, and then... Um, yeah, so like three movies. Then Dog Day. Yeah. Well, fucking yeah. four movies. I work in uh, Hugh Jackman's comparable, because like, it was like, oh, he's just playing a comic book character, Wolverine, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. he's making hits in between, proving that he's like yeah, a movie star. It's not as big. I think the closest one you've... With the Oscar prestigiousness as well would probably be Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, his 90s run, like, he did The Insider and Gladiator, I'm pretty sure. Well, the was it LA Confidential put him on the map? Yeah, should have, if he yeah. didn't. Um, it's a bit dizzy. Are you impressed everybody in that movie? He also did Beautiful Mind the year after. So, he had a, had a great three-year run as, like, a prestigious actor. But I want to see what his first movie where they put his face on the poster. And Ropper Stomper doesn't count because it was, like, foreign and it wasn't, like, a Hollywood picture. So, Quick and the Dead, uh, Virosity. How do you say it? Virtuosity? Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Yeah, Virtuosity, but Denzel's face is huge in it. So, it's definitely a Denzel movie. LA Confidential is in the background. Kind of not as big as Splash, as like going from like Ensemble to the lead, like straight away to Serpico. Um, But still very interesting. Well, well, Serpico's on my list now because I didn't realize that. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, Lamette was in that too. Well, I thought um, Annika was from Serpico, only because Charlie Day does it Annika. in Serpico attire. <laughs> so that's been a good joke, actually. He gets him mixed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just dumb. Um, uh, so they're, they're in a car casing at the bank, which is where to spend most of the movie in. Um, some guy gives information to him. I think it's the guy who gets cold feet. Um, they go into the bank one at a time. I think that, that's the only thing on. that was planned, I reckon. 
I'm going to spend so much time on that. All right, you go in first, then I go in. Well, he's, he tends you go to know a lot. Of, yeah, he tends to know a lot about like uh, bank procedures and stuff. Like he knows what bills. Yeah, no, are, like, he's an ex banker. He's an ex banker. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, and it's, he's actually ex ex veteran as well. That was like such a like plot point for characters back then. Like they need to have like from Vietnam or something. Yeah, yeah. Like to synthesize, sympathize with them, sympathize. Yeah, yeah. Old mate gets cold feet like almost instantly. Actually, in real life, they tried to do it three other times. I went to three different banks, and something went wrong every time, for some reason or another. <laughs> One one reason was like they knew someone that was in there. They got they fucking bailed. I think the gun went off early or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe away. that. I believe all these stories. Yeah. So this is the fourth attempt to this bank. That's probably why. Um, at, the, at the very start, though, like they did seem a bit competent. Like as they're starting to like spread out, so old Mac pulls out his gun because Sal. Add to the bank tellers like he's coming. What he says, but he says something like act natural. Um, you see the doorman, he's really nice, open a door for people. Too old, man. Lot, like, he doesn't even have a gun either. Just before he pulls the gun out, you get like a, the atmosphere of the room or he hears like these typewriters and stuff and just busy work and then you awkwardly see him pull out there's, this There's gun. no score in this, eh? It's like um, scores. Um, I could not tell you top of my head. I think, yeah, I think there's no score, which adds it. Well, it adds a sense of realism to it. Because it is based on a true think, story, so maybe that's their intent. I think there might be. I think there might be. I'm not going to say there isn't, but that's a good sign for a movie too if it like blends in, if it blends into the movie. Yeah. This is where I started laughing, like, because <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing at these moments. So the president gets caught. You laugh as soon as the guy's like, I can't do it, Sonny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck me. And then he's like, Sal. And then he always sounds like, what's going on? And then like, they try to look at each other and they like look either side of the mm. pillar. Sonny? I can't do it, Sonny. What? I, I'm not going to make it, Sonny. What are you talking about? Put it on it. I can't do it, Sonny. Oh, fuck me. Sal. Sal. What? Where are you? He can't make it. Fuck a mango! He tries, he tries to leave with the keys. and says, Give me the keys. Give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker, motherfucker. Ah. Um, but yeah, that's... And he, like, he bails, so it's only them two. He comes back and goes... Oh, there's someone underneath the desk and then runs away again. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And he tries to, like, spray spray paint the cameras and he, <laughs> he like, can't he jumps reach up. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just love his energy for, our, for all of it as well. Um, but, yeah, they do seem unprofessional, panicked. Uh, you can tell Pacino's character is tightly wound and he only gets, like... Like it's wound more tightly throughout the movie. Mm. Like he gets these external pressures. It's like, this is not an easy. Yeah, it's not an easy role to pull off. The bank manager is using the wrong key. It's all going fucking wrong, and there's no money because they picked the money earlier. Yeah. So he's freaking out. That's when you just go um, like, "I right, fuck it, let's get the fuck out of here." That's what you should have done. They end up tr- tr- like going through all like the bills and stuff for the registers, or whatever. It's pretty interesting though, like the look of all the characters and stuff. There's one character there, one of the uh, the bank tellers. She just keeps chewing gum. Like these uh, little like character moments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a. I feel like she really likes Sunny. Yeah, well, you don't know, but it's just interesting that they have character. Even though they have no lines, they all look different. They all like sound different. So they're not just extras, essentially. Yeah, he burns Sorry. it. Well, he takes all the money from the uh, register, then he yeah. burns the, the paper. He burns like the receipts or something. Yeah. Um, it's cool because the, the bag manager's like being a bit sly, and one of the best quotes Sunny goes. I bark, he bites. 
and like sails there fucking <laughs> looking like a fucking nervous wreck. But all in the eyes too. Like he's not acting like Pacino. That's one thing Pacino is bad at is subtlety. Um, even though he's more subtle in this than anything else and he's still off the fucking wall. Um, just gives a credit for his energy levels. Uh, yeah, so this smoke's coming out and this guy across the road is like, what the fuck's going on? The manager has to like calm it all down. It's a very tense moment. Like it's all tense. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, why did you start a fire? <laughs> why did you yeah. start? You can't, you can't tell them why. We have like the best reveal though to the police, like, <laughs> and how they surrounded the building. Oh, the telephone calls call. like, yeah, it's for you. He looks mm. out like, yeah, and it flashes like across the road, and you see like yeah. three policemen. Just what is that like? I'm looking right at you. I got yeah. you by the balls. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> and then like he freaks out. <laughs> another bit of humor like they all, all want to go to the bathroom and he's like fucking trying to like get a plan and they're all ignoring him about this shit and he takes one girl to the bathroom there's another girl in there <laughs> she's like she always does this she was taking like a 50 50 minute i think it was 15 or 50 minute um bathroom break so it's at your work tony who else does that is there anyone at your work who takes extra long I do. bathroom breaks what i'm the guy no i used to be the guy to do that i used to have a good out pretty well have like five minutes before lunch, do a piss sort of thing, wash your hands, make sure you're ready to go. 15 minutes, and yeah. I do like a shit, like just before the knockoff. And yeah, I don't know, it works. <laughs> but then I, I got caught yeah. out because it's like, you always fucking go to talk this time, mate. What the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Who said that, your boss? My supervisor, yeah. But you get I'm actually, guilty you, for that dude, too, but you, but you, you want to get paid your shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. You try to hold your shit in for the next day. It's like almost like a porn star. You're getting paid to shit. But yeah, I, I, I think I, I got hemorrhoids, so I gave up on the long <laughs> toilet sits. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> hey, that doesn't like, people have People get hemorrhoids, mate. Not so shame. it's just funny. It's funny though when they, 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 they feel like they're fucked. They both like collapse. To the wall. Yeah, the yeah, it's like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> both like, guys instantly. That, that's when you realize they have no plan. Like, what the fuck yeah. was your plan? Like, you didn't think this fire ahead. Well, that's... Well, Tony, you sound like one of the, the bank manager. And like, even Sylvia, which is the uh, head yeah, true. teller. They first say to him, he's like, I had a plan. I had a plan. <laughs> like, he's like a child. <laughs> he's like, that fucking... Yeah, he finds Jack from this downtown. Mm. He fucking fucked me. Yeah. He told me all the money would be here. Yeah. damn Jack. Yeah, we got like another... A really good joke. Like, he gets a phone call. He thinks it's the police. It turns out to be someone's husband. He's what do like, you say? Yeah, he goes like, ah, oh, motherfucker, you fuck with me on my cell phone, buddies out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, what? It's his husband. And the next phone call he gets, he's like, W&W, we play all the hits. Yeah. <laughs> and like, was he's it? just done. Like, but then Sal over he has he, a plan. But Sal over here is like, yeah. did you mean what you said about, you know, throwing the buddies? Because yeah. I'm, I'm ready to do it. I can do it. Like, he's, but he's, like, even, this he's, is why the script's... He ain't going back yeah. to prison. Sal's really yeah, no, Sal's yeah, very interesting character. That's why I like him because he's that loose cannon. Like you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. And that's why you feel sort of threatened by like you feel threat by uh, you feel threatened by him to the to the all the tellers and stuff. I'm talking about more of the script wise how he says this WNW play all the hits. Like yeah. every time he has like a plan and does something, like <laughs> as he answers the phone. Well, as he answers the phone the first time, he wants, he wants to be respected. He wants to be feared. And he goes, I'm going to stuff wrong place at the window. It's the wrong person. Next person calls up. He's like already over it. He's just like fucking, who the fuck is it now? So he just says this little like joke thing to like to himself. And it's the actual police. And like he's already looking, he's like weakened position already. Who doesn't really help. 
So he's trying to find a way out. This is pretty hopeless, no escape. Tony, you mentioned that sales like, are you serious? Like the way he talks too, it's like really soft. He's like, you, you, you're serious? <laughs> can't even say it like he does, but um, it's c- really cool. But it's funny because the director and John Cassell, Sidney Lamette from Al Pacino's t- telling stories about John Cassell. Um, apparently, he would ask heaps of questions and stuff and just like question like motivations for the character and things like that. And like most of the time, Sidney Lamette would come up with something, but then Cassell kind of like asked the same question originally. Uh, but one of the questions were was like, I'm not a homosexual. Like, tell him I'm not a homosexual. And he asked the director why he said that. And he tried to like break it down for him. And it was like probably five minutes. And then like after like the five minutes explanation was done, John Cassell does the same thing like, but why am I saying that? And he's like, because I'm the fucking director and, and I fucking said so. And then Cassell's like, okay. <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> yeah, I think he said something like that. Yeah. And like having a few more times and he just, it laments just like, because it's like he had a lot of patience for Cassell. Yeah, because he's talent. W- wore thin. But it just shows you how he yeah, actually 100%. cares about the character he's playing. Like he wants to understand yeah. it, understand the man he, mm. he is sort of thing. And I feel like these explanations still like painted his performance as well. So everything probably helped him. More, more information, the better. Um, and like the way he would rehearse with Pacino as well, like they would go on and on. And like he would just keep like asking Pacino like these like questions and stuff. And all of a sudden, like they're both in character, like off the script as well. All Pacino would do was run lines with him, uh. and like he'll ask him questions in character, and he's like, "What the fuck are you on?" <laughs> so he, like he taught Pacino so much. Yeah, back when Pacino had a respect for other actors, I guess too. Yeah. Um, all right, you're in this situation. What cop you to be talking to? The uh... I don't like. I hate Sheldon, which is the FBI. Yeah, the FBI guy Sheldon. or the cop dude. The uh... yeah, Moretti. Moretti, yes. You prefer to like Moretti. So you, uh, he seemed he seemed like way better. Like he seemed more honest. Yeah, he does. I like Moretti. Why? What's wrong with him? You don't like him? He, well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he he really fucked over Sonny. He should just gave him the fucking chopper, bro. <laughs> no, there's no chopper, mate. Chopper was never going to work. It was all, they're all doomed from the start. It's the worst fucking plan. I feel like Moretti wouldn't have done this whole like. Assassination plot, but we'll get we'll get to it. But you think you think, um, you think Moretti knew anything about the uh, cops gone through the back? Because mm. Moretti didn't seem like he has that much control over anybody. Because he was like, "Get the yeah. fuck!" Like he's like, "Who was that guy?" He's like, like, put your guns down, put your guns. Like he always keeps talking to other cops, going, "Do this." Well, do t- that. it's a very insane situation out there. We'll talk about how the police are, like setting up like barricades for the public. Police are on the fire escape, even though he wants them on the roof. They're doomed to have actually try to run away, the two of them. And as all this is happening, Sonny is talking to Melania. They're moving this big ass thing in front of a door because he wants to hear if something. Someone tries to come in through the back. It's pretty funny. Like he says this line. They shoot you, you know. The cops. They don't give a fuck about your bank insurance. See what they did in Attica. Forty-two people they killed. The innocent with the guilty. Anyway. I won't take you with me. I'll take one of them uh, girls, a married one with some kids. Cops don't like it in the papers when they shoot a married woman, especially if she got kids. They don't want that on the news. Yeah, like he's, he's, very... he's smart in that, in that sense. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so funny when <laughs> yeah, they no. send out the first hostage. 
and it's the black yeah. uh, security guard. <laughs> they yeah. treat, oh my god! They treat him like a, a, a criminal. That's so fucking yeah, hundred percent. They cuff him like instantly. And the, the actor does such a good job when he walks out the bank. He's like, "Oh fuck, I'm in trouble!" Like, don't shoot, don't mm. shoot. Like he's been dealing with like racism all his life. Oh. Yeah, but it's so cool, man, because everything is like so calm and like from both sides, the bank and outside. But as soon as you introduce this hostage to it, it just becomes hectic. It's fucking insane. Like people are going crazy. Like all these people rush him. They like you said, they start cuffing him. The negotiator, what's his name? Moretti. Uh, Moretti. Yeah. yeah, Moretti, the negotiator. He's like he's trying to calm the situation down because it's out of his control as well. So he starts like pulling his jacket off, looks up to his shirt, saying, "No, no, no, no." Yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to like calm down Sunny because Sunny's like, "What the fuck?" And this is what's rare too, because Sunny's unarmed as well. He comes out of the bank. Yeah, which well, I love. he's got Sal. You got this. Yeah, I know. Sal's gonna kill everyone. But you don't see that often in movies, Tony. You don't see them leave the bank. Yeah, that's what I like about it. They're talking outside, and he's trying to like downplay it. Moretti, he's like, "You all you got is attempted robbery. Like you won't you won't serve long." He's like, "Armed robbery, armed robbery." Like Sonny's like correcting him, <laughs> like trying to say like, "I know how fucked I am. I know yeah. how deep I am." Can a cop um, lie about that? Like, oh, you won't be that bad. Well, man. like it's negotiating, bro. Yeah, they can't. They can do what the fuck they want, like, mate. It's just all about getting this hostage safe. Like the... he said that this was going to happen. That's why I gave oh, up. Mate, okay, I'm the judge. Well, you had guns in a bank. You robbed a bank of, like, No, weapons. but the cop That's told me. Robbery. I'm already told me. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what the cop year. said to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro, you can take it to the bank. Um, but yeah, then we get the, the famous line, kiss me, kiss me, <laughs> you funky pig. <laughs> like, you just, <laughs> I feel sorry for him already. He gets, like, both ends of the barrel. And then he's like, Annika, Annika. And then... This is your first opportunity to get this feel the crowd's on his side. Like everyone's like loving what he's doing and cheering for him. Sonny loves the crowd too. Yeah, yeah they're both loving each other. Yeah. Um, I feel like in today's age, he'll just be shot, right? No, they can't just shoot him. Uh, the cell kill everyone. They can't just do that. Like, I feel like the one person's a bit trigger happy yeah. and like not liking the fact he's like touting around. Remember, remember, this is all a true story. So, this is what happened. Like he didn't get shot in the street, so it worked. But I wonder. I wonder if he mm. did. He think no, he would have been unarmed as well on the street. Mm. I think that helps his case that he was unarmed and carrying like a yeah. white, white rag, white flag. <laughs> yeah, like, I give up. I think in the real life situation, he never waved that flag around. Like that's surrender essentially. Yeah, um, saying that you come in peace, right? Like don't shoot. Yeah, usually that means surrender, but he's not surrendering. Um, it's all over the news now. His mother finds out. Um, and then someone like gave a shit like, why rob a bank when you have a sucker for a mother? We don't meet, um, the transvection. What's the guy's name? Transsexual. He's Leon. Leon's the, uh, his wife's name. Yeah. No. We don't meet Leon yet, but you just see like people who, who know him. I think the radio show calls him. The ra- this radio show or TV show. The TV show. <laughs> yeah. The TV show. He makes a guy look like a fool. What do you want to get for it? Do you expect to be paid? Because no, of the I don't want to be paid. I don't need to be paid. Look, I'm here with my partner and nine other people. See, we're dying, man. You know? You're going to see our brains on a the sidewalk. They're going to spill our guts out. Now, you're going to show that on television? Have all your housewives look at that instead of as the world turns? I mean, what do you got for me? I want something for that. Sonny. Yeah? You could give up. Give up? Right. Have you ever been to prison? No. No. Well, let's talk about something you fucking know about, okay? How much you make a week? That's what I want to hear. Gentlemen, You're going to talk to me about that? Been temporarily interrupted. Please stand by. We will return to our special newscast very soon. And then you can tell they tell Pacino's own in the movie. 
Like he is owning it. And you know what's cool about his wardrobe, Tony? It progressively gets worse throughout the filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's like like his like mental state as well. They both slowly get worse. Um it's actually quite a good analogy for like how he's feeling, like how undressed he is and how messy he looks is like probably state of mind as well. Yeah, it's good visual representation. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> and, then, and then Sal goes up to Sonny and he goes, remember what we said? We get away clean or we kill ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> so, like, that's a pretty deep comment. Uh, and, like, Abachino's just trying to... It's like Abachino's putting out fires everywhere. He's putting out fires with the players outside, put out fires inside, then eventually has to pull out fires, like, outside with Leon and shit. Yeah, that's a good point. He's like he probably didn't sign up for this, for like for this day. Actually, is it called Dog Day Afternoon because every dog has its day? Is that why it's called that? Maybe, probably and maybe. It, and it gives um, the uh, the audience some it's hope. A good title. Actually, was like wondering what this, why the title was that to begin with. Yeah, it's a very interesting two tone because throughout his like stay at the bank, he gets his phone calls, and one of them say like, "Kill them all." Yeah, and who the fuck called him up and said that? That's some, insane. Some troll. That's all it is, and he hangs up straight away. He's like, "Oh." This is when he gets a plan like, we're gonna, we get a jet, we'll fly the fuck out of the country. And he's like, I'm flying to the tropics, fuck the snow. This is after his son, he's like, let's kill ourselves, mm. <laughs> right? Um, he goes out there again. I'm pretty sure he gets tackled this time. By uh, Maria's boyfriend. Yeah, by, yeah. yeah like, like, girl in there. Maria's like, in there. you know what Spanish people are like? They're crazy. <laughs> so passionate. Yeah, I know. Always, yeah. But like, he's like a rock star now too. He's, he's like juiced up by the crowd and him. Doesn't he throw the crowd hits some money as well? Yeah, he throw, he's just he's yeah, he's like throwing money in the air. It's going nuts. I would love to take that shit. Take the money. Yeah, Dude. he pays the where well, they get like food and drinks and stuff. And then like, it was like a high the, moment. He pays the pizza pizza guy. <laughs> yeah, but no, the thing is though too, Tony. Before he gets tackled, like it is like a fairy like land he's living in, kind of like a snap reality. He starts bleeding on the forehead and shit. Now it's more back to business because what he was doing, bro, he was like parading around. Like, yeah, and poor Sal's probably sitting in the bank, like, oh, what's going on? What the fuck? Mm. Oh, that's why, uh, like, Moretti is such a better negotiator, like, sorry, more entertaining negotiator because he's like asking for the J's, like, I, I gotta run up the line, like, I need to talk to the right people. He's like, what am I talking to you for then? Like, always busting his balls and shit. He's like, I want to talk, I want a cup to, I want to talk to someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, someone um, actually has the power to do stuff. Yeah, and he's like, okay, okay, well, give us a hostage. It's negotiated. Hostage for the bus. Or sorry, he thinks it's a helicopter. Helicopter, um, hostage for the jet. I think it was hostage for something else. Maybe it was the pizza. Do you like the uh, fact that you don't see Moretti get like, this is not your uh, this is not your problem anymore. You're fired. Like, I'm going to take the care of this situation. Uh, nah, it kind of implied when old mate takes over. Tell me what you think about Sonny's wife, the female. Which one? The female oh. Um, she well, she's not definitely not my type, unfortunately. <laughs> but she seems like a good mother, I guess, because she's like she's doing yeah. it by herself, which is extremely hard. Well, I think today's movies, like you never see a wife oh, you, like that. You, you, say, you think it's a very realistic portrayal? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like yeah, yeah it's, definitely yeah. Cause she's like mother of two kids. Yeah, I think when you first see them, like, they're eating Maccas. <laughs> so. I'm saying, like, if you do, if you like, this is like a current movie. That would be Jennifer Lawrence. It'd be like someone with that beauty level. Like, there's not just for, and that's a pretty big part too, I guess. Mm. Like the lead's wife. Yeah, that's right. Like they don't hire, they don't cast people like this anymore. 
But they could have went just true to the facts. Like, they probably have pictures of the real people it's based yeah, on. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, no, and it wasn't a big deal back then. But it's mm. just funny how it stands out to you now, watching it. Every person in the movie is attractive yeah, as hell. Yeah, everyone's attractive as hell in yeah. every part now. Like, that's what the big uh, controversy, that's like one of the controversies out of the Batman. Why did they cast Colin Farrell and make him look ugly and like short and fat? <laughs> get, get well, I'm sure there's an actor out there. Get DeVito like, again. <laughs> yeah, DeVito. But someone could fit the bill. You know what I mean, I'm sure there's someone in, like, you know, yeah, but they have ugly. Colin Farrell's talent. They probably do, mate. It's not that hard. And plus, Colin Farrell puts butts in the seats too. He's a star. It's Batman. We mate. don't really don't have any ugly star. stars anymore, but because of that reason, you don't need you don't need your villain. It's not like the nineties anymore. You don't need Nicholson, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore. Like, look at um. Oh, Heath Ledger's huge, but I'm gu- I'm guessing Tom Hardy wasn't that big when 2012. He was just starting to rise. No, but Inception made him a star. I haven't loved him from that. No. Movie heads loved him in that. He wasn't. I think like what 2012 was like was his year. He did like this is war. What year was Warrior? 2011. Yeah. It was actually a good couple of years for him too. But no, he wasn't that huge. All right, you don't need huge actors for villains in Batman movies. But yeah, everyone's inside now. Like they got their pizza, having a little pizza party. Yeah, this is what the bonding experience, right? With all the uh, hostages and yeah, you got the girl chewing the gum, flipping the gun over with Pacino. Yeah. Sal's <laughs> telling them not to smoke and shit. Yeah, but... <laughs> and they, they don't give a fuck. But what did he say? Like, I don't want the cancer? I think he was yeah. experiencing My cancer a temple. at that, that time, Shane. <laughs> oh, wow. John Gazelle, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, it's not very good. Wasn't that art imitating um, life? Like, ugh. I don't know, man. Like, do you like his look in this, too? He's got, like, long hair, big forehead combo, the suit. Like, he's always seemed well, well buttoned up. Like, he's a good... Definitely like a good contrast between Sonny and Sal. Like how they actually like physically look. Yeah, I like his look. He does look it's like he's, he's he's willing to kill, but that just could be just his face. But yeah, he's a good look. Um, but yeah, it's always calm before the storm. Like this, this moment you kind of feel. Uh, there's no air conditioner as well. Everyone's sweating like crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I feel like I hear something, and he shoots at the back window. Like this is like another heightened moment of the film. You get this cool call response though. Like he's like laying down. Cops are yelling out to him. He's yelling back. He like tucks his shirt in. He's not professional and presentable. He gets his handkerchief again. And starts like swaying it around. And guess who we meet? Leon. You're loving what he's doing. You love what Chris Sarandon's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like clutching. He's like he's his shirt when he's talking. He's doing very like effeminate things. Mm-hmm. Which yeah add to the carrot. Like he's trapped in a man's body. It's interesting because this guy was the voice of Jack Skellington, not the singing voice because that was um, Danny Elfman. But he was the voice of The Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's a pretty cool thing about him. Um, but Tony, you know why that Sarandon such an important last name? Sarandon? Susan Sarandon? Yeah. That's where she got her last name. They were married. What? Yeah, Susan Sarandon and Chris Sarandon were married. Like, I don't know what her original last name is, but she kept well, she it. She kept his last name? Yeah. And obviously, she got famous from it. Yeah, it's crazy, bro, because I was like, that name's like obviously famous. I was like, were they like brother and sister? But no, they were married. But well, yeah, no, he plays it awesome. As I said, he is very good. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, since you, like, Susan Sarandon, Chris Sarandon, do you know Sheldon, his name is James Broderick? Yeah. What's his son's name? Is that uh, Matthew Broderick's father? Yeah. Wow. So the douchebag <laughs> fucking guy is Matthew FBI Broderick's guy. dad. Yeah. Fuck, I did not know that. 
That's fucking. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it was in my notes when then you when you said that. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, well, he's his son's amazing. This guy, they're looking yeah, up in this too. fucking guy. Oh, they got like sort of like the eyes, sort of like the wide eyes, like the spread apart eyes, like Sid eyes almost. Snake eyes. Yeah, snake eyes. <laughs> uh, doesn't want to talk to him, like Pacino. Like, no, Leo doesn't want to uh, talk Leon, to Pacino because he's yeah. like, oh, I can't. Like, he, he can't listen to me anyway. It's when the media gets a hold of, like, the, the photo of uh, <laughs> Chris Rannan's, Leon's w- w- wedding photo. Bright, like, he's, like, eating the wedding dress and everything. I think it's when the media starts yeah. to, like, turn on Sonny. Well, like, he gets a different crowd, too. Yeah, like that's right. It becomes more the gay scene. And, like, you get all this information, like, the sex change money... That's what he was robbing the bank for originally. Yeah, so, kind of sweet. Um, it is sweet. It just blew my mind though, because I had no idea this was gonna, this was happening, this was coming. I was like, he's queer. Like, what? The but you fuck didn't know that before that. Said, before we watched the movie. No, I didn't. No, like this. The first, you don't get any notion he's gay until this moment here. Mm. Like, is reveal. he gay though? He's dating a woman in a man's body. Well, he's married twice. He married like and like that, dude, that, those. It's so funny. The priest got this disavow, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, I know. It's but you him. see the photo of like him and his bride, like him as the bride, Sarandon. Yeah. That's actually close to the real photo too. Every like they had the it. photo and every created it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, you find that he tried to kill himself, and that's why he's like in hospital. It's very sad. Like this, what I'm saying like these moments and like trying to work out how to live in a man's body. Like, these are elements you don't really cover in movies in the 70s, even like the 90s and early 2000s. This was not covered. It was yeah taboo. This is. Yeah, taboo was fucked. Yeah, and it came. This came out of nowhere, man. Well, because it turned a lot of people um, off. Closed-minded people don't yeah. want to even think about this sort of stuff. Well, it's sad because they even blackmail um, Leon to talk to him. Like he's like your accessory. Yeah, to, that's like, right. Crime. Yeah, it's like manipulating him. So it's like crazy cop shit. And this when we um, this is when we learn well they, they shelf the power, and then fucking Sunny run, walks out and like the lights shine right in his face. It's so weird how he holds yeah. his hand over his face as well. It's like not t- a traditional way. Do you, do you recognize what he's doing with his hand? He does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, it's just so weird. If you watch it again, it's like he just dangles his hand above his head and like his fingers yeah. are all separated as well. It's so weird. Mm. But he's like, I want to talk but to you yeah. already. <laughs> he's like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm FBI, like, just a Sheldon. And he's like, what? Yeah. And he's like, turn the lights back on. He's like, no more favors. He's like, what? No yeah, more favors. No more, no more favors, Sonny. Yeah, you think you'd be doing me favors all night? This is where the hostage, the hostages, act like really nice and friendly towards them all, even though like hot and sweaty because there's no air conditioner. It's very, very weird how they're like on their side almost. I reckon it would be Stockholm syndrome to the hostages. Remember how the FBI like gets into the bank now? Yeah, he wants to see if the hostages are alright. Yeah, if fucking that shit was tense. Yeah, because I thought, like, Sal was just going to shoot him because he's just like... Well, I didn't want Sal to kill anyone, but now I'm kind of like, in retrospect, I was like, fuck, I wish you just killed him. Fuck that fucking sneaky guy. Mm. This is when he goes, like, that, that great line, and it's like, you want to kill me, don't... Like, when he, like, pats him down before he, before the FBI yeah. goes in the bank. He's like, you want to kill me, don't you? And he's like, I want you to kill me because you hate me, not because it's your job. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, this cop is way calmer than the other cop, too. Oh, 100 Yeah, actually, that's a, yeah, the biggest difference between them. The guy yeah. was like just, sweating, taking his shirt, his fucking jacket off yeah. and shit. He's just so calm. He's calculated. It's cold. Like, you haven't actually seen that yet. Someone actually knows what they're fucking doing. <laughs> and you, you, you remember what Sal tells the... Uh, 
Yeah, I remember what he says. He says, "Can you stop telling him there's two homosexuals here?" Yeah, don't, 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 yeah. Make sure, make sure he don't, make sure he tell him I'm not gay. Yeah, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, which I feel like he must be closeted. No, no way. No, no, life, no, no. The real life story, Tony. <laughs> the night before the robbery, because this is why I didn't like Sonny, like the actual real life person. He like convinced them all have a, a three way, and he's like, "We only live once, guys." Yeah, well, that's and, like, not this guy movie. was like a bit shy about it. <laughs> I know it's not in this movie, but he's just like manipulating them. Let me guess, the guy that was shy about it was the guy that pulled out of the bank robbery. No, I think, it, oh, who knows? I don't know the actual details, but like, we only live once, guys. <laughs> and one of them died, which is even sadder. The way this scene ends is so good with like Sheldon, the uh, FBI guy, telling Sonny after he leaves the bank, he's like, don't worry, we'll take care of Sal. Don't worry, we'll take we'll care handle of Sal. You think I'll sell him out, you rat fuck? Yeah. You think exactly. I'll run him out, you fuck? Yeah, and then Sal straight was like, what was that about? It was like, uh, it's I was like, is he trying to create bus. a wedge? <laughs> yeah, that's all he's doing. Trying and, to create a wedge between. And them. why isn't Sonny still trying to stole him straight away? Like, oh, he's trying to fuck with me. He's saying he's going to take care of you. But then again, that might actually freak Sal out. So he should have said it. He would have been way more on guard. All right, Tony. But he lied. Let's, to do, him. A, let's do a little, uh, little improv scene. You're in the bank. You got hostages, Tony. I'm you. I'm the negotiator. All right. Okay. So you're Sonny, and I am. I'm going to be Moretti because I like Moretti more. Where's the bus, you fuck? Where's the bus? Ring, 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 oh, ring, ring, ring. Done. Hello. Ring, 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 ring. Two FM. We play ring, all the ring, hits. Ring, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> Hello. Pick up the phone, Tony. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Who who can I talking to? Am I talking to? You're talking the to leader? the fucking man. I want a fucking bus out on the fucking street. The next ten minutes, all my start killing hostages. Okay. Well, I need to talk to my superiors about this. How many hostages do you have? Can I have one? You have 10 minutes. Bye. Excuse me. That's not how it works. Pre quo pro. You give me something, I give you something. So, two hostages. You need to call me back. I'm already hanging up on you, bro. Oh. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's. Yeah. Well, that would never happen, bro. I'm storming the building. Come on, boys. <laughs> well, then all the hostages die. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Not all of them will die. I think you're bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm bluffing? Then and then I'll see Sal's face like okay back up <laughs> yeah, back the fuck up <laughs> it's for real it's not inside mm. man that's so good how they uh, fake kill yeah, someone pretend to kill someone yeah, yeah it's so good well after all this anarchy and stuff the guy has like a diabetes attack? seizure no diabetes this one's diabetes, diabetes. oh yeah yeah diabetes yeah, yeah um, you got a cool doctor doctor comes he looks good I like when he pats him down. Actually, no, it happens every time. Every time Sonny pats someone down, it's like, ooh, the crowd really gets into yeah, it. Yeah, the crowd, loving it. Ooh, come on. Um, and this is when, after the, so, what, the guy comes in, we get, like, the best scene, right? When Leon's talking uh, to... Yeah, this is where they actually have the conversation. Yeah. I uh, like, really it's a like commentary about how people treat people when they're, like, dealing with like, sexuality and, like, even the gender... Because he, like, tells his side of the story how, you know, he felt like there's no way out. He had to kill himself. Um, it's so sad because it's like, it kind of like, it's like their last, it's like a breakup almost, the way they're talking. And it's like, I'm dying here. And he's, like, seeing on his expression. This is, like, good acting by Pacino when he says that. And, like, his eyes are, like... What is it? Do you, like, talk about, they talk about something uh, a little sensitive. And he's, like, don't give me that dipshit right now. Don't get in this, don't get, I don't want to get in too deep. This is when they revealed too. Like, are they listening to us? Oh yeah, like that's just great. <laughs> that's just great because <laughs> yeah. he thinks it's like it's a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, but he has all these pressures, and he's like, 
He's like, I didn't ask you to rub a bank. He's like, I know. So you you think in this this point, Sonny knows he's fucked, mm. or is he is he still hope in his heart? No, he, I don't know. He just covering all his bases. I feel like he knows there's this a chance goodbye, he gets then. killed here. Yeah, he says goodbyes. I think he calls his wife next, doesn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. doesn't stay on the phone long to. Yeah. Then what happens? His mother comes there. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy too. You sent me a photo of her on on the messenger. Yeah, what'd she the, look like? The child catcher. Yeah, she's so good. Chichi Bang Bang. Yeah, looks pretty close, eh? Judith Mullaney. Mm. If you like, look at her and look at the child catcher. Like that could be the child catcher's mother. And she's there just what to talk him down. Like just, just hurting yourself. Yeah, trying. What did it say? Like the FBI said you'll be you'll be fine. Like you get a year. Like there's a lot of resentment. Between the two. I, I think, is she the worst actor in this movie? Uh, yeah, she's going her. over the top. Yeah. Yeah, she's not great. What's also sad too is how he's trying to say goodbye to his real life wife, like the actual female one, and mm. she's just like nagging him the whole time. <laughs> he hangs up on her, right? Like, fuck this, I can't be yeah. bothered. He's like, we shut the fuck up and let me talk to you. He's like, why are you talking to me like that? Like, you were swearing at me. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, scene where he's, tr- he's trying to express himself and you're just like talking about the time he like raised his voice to you like a week ago. Like, it's, she's making it all about herself when he's trying to, like, make amends, like, and just try to be, like, have a nice moment. Um, but, yeah, I wrote here, he, he's got a movie star face, which he does, Pacino. Like, he's got that movie star face. The quality. hair, too. Good hair. Actually, yeah. it reminds me. He, <laughs> Pacino's first day of shooting, what, rocks up with a mustache because he thought it'd be good for his character. Oh. No. Nah. And good then, they didn't do that. after day one, they, they watched the rushes or whatever they do. And then he's like, no, nah. no, they redo day one's work. He's got bad instincts, Tony. No, he has good instincts. No, no, sorry. No, I think, he he, I think he'll try anything, which is what a good actor does. He's not, yeah, he'll he's, try anything. He has, he has no fear. He doesn't look, doesn't care what it looks like. I mean, that's why so five, he's so good. Five years later, he does cruising. Doesn't he just start to cut off all his hair and then he regrets it? <laughs> yeah, he's so, well, he gets a haircut, like a legit gay haircut. You know, the, the, like the, the biggest, like, uh, what, what was hot right then for gay people? That's the haircut he got. It was way too short, apparently. Yeah. Crowds down the way was like, out of the closets, into the streets. Yeah, that was enchanting it. Like, yeah, oh, that's just rush for this movie. Yeah, this, that, yeah, we've got 10 minutes and the bus comes. So. so he's doing his last will and testament, which is pretty sad. Good acting again. <laughs> and you think it's like he's got to like, write to his wife, and he's like, to my darling wife. Leon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, could very good comedic time in there. Very good comedic time. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand five hundred dollars for my life insurance for the sex operation. I think he leaves seven thousand to his like children and his wife. Mm. I, I don't know if like would he get paid out if it's like due to a bank robbery he gets shot? I don't know how that works. I think there'll be a clause in there, yeah. There's no way they would pay him. The life insurance the pay insurance mm. is really bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's like Pacino's acting or it's a character thing, but he speaks like a little uneducated as well. I think it's both. No, Pacino. I don't think, like, Pacino's like never played, played genius before. Has he? He, can't, he probably can't. I feel like inside he's like pretty pretty clever in, but I think he's just a cop. Uh, yeah, it's a good good question. Maybe he plays a genius, but when does De Niro play a genius? Fucking yeah. uh, Rocky oh. Bullwinkle. Yeah, he's playing a super villain. He's super smart. Um... But yeah, this is when we get to see our hearse-like limo. Hearse, yes. Um, yeah, they go deliver a dead body somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't know it yet. Don't know it's dead yet. This, this, um, uh, like searching. this black guy who plays the bus mm. driver, he did such a good job. Yeah, he killed it. 
you thought he was like just a fanboy scene. And he's like looking for all like this shit, and the guys. Like, see, this, it just shows you how dumb Pacino was too. He checks the the bus over, right? Yeah, he misses it, and he misses the <laughs> the hidden compartment. And why would you want a cop to drive? I wanted an, an like I'm driving. You guys aren't driving. This is Agent Murphy. He'll be your driver. No, I want him. You can meet a black guy. No, hey man, I ain't in that shit. <laughs> Come on, nobody's gonna hurt you. Hey, nobody's gonna shoot. If they would have shot, they would have shot already. I can't allow that, Sonny. You can't allow? What makes you think you can say shit to me? I'm running this. Come on. Well, I'll pay you. What do you want? A hundred? Two hundred? A thousand? Come on. Don't look at him. I'm running this. You men shoot. Aim for white meat. <laughs> Take a walk. Give me him. You think you're dealing with a fucking idiot? Take a walk, cop! Everybody is a con man. Come on. The plan was Lance Harrison would drive, and then Pacino's like, no, 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 we'll get this black guy. We should talk about the old pumpkin head boy. I didn't think it was that much of a role. It was just like background actor, but then he had like that driver role. I was like, hell yeah, but at least they're using him. Yeah, he's such a good face, man. Yeah, but like what? I think his next big break was 82 with Terminator. Because he actually had like a good career playing the, the heavy, like in the 90s and shit. And Aliens. Aliens is great. Um, Aliens. Well, was well, what, what year was Pumpkinhead? That was 80s, right? 88 or something? Yeah, 80. I love how he like plays the rich dude out of Alien vs. Predator when he was Bishop. And <laughs> That's his right. name was Charles Bishop Wayland. Um, isn't Wayland Enterprises the one who own it? Own Alien? Yeah. We have to watch Alien vs. Predator again. I feel like there's a lot of Easter eggs and shit. I'm just going through his career now, Tony. Hold up. So he was definitely a working actor. Close Encounters of the Third Kind he was in. Piranha 2. Wasn't Piranha 2... Isn't James that, Cameron. James Cameron? Or yeah. was he Piranha 1? Piranha 2. Yeah, damn. So you remembered him. So James Cameron and him had like a bit of a history, eh? And then I think it was like... Then the rest is history. But yeah, really didn't do crazy amount. The right stuff... What year was Terminator? 84? Fuck, it was 82. So he kind of had like a semi-good career before Terminator. But then the rest... It was a working actor. got better. Yeah, I thought watch New Dark too. New Dark was on the list, Tony. Because we're going to cover a um, vampire movie tomorrow. Uh, Tony won't be here for it because we should be doing the call right now. Should have mentioned that at the start of the pod. Yeah, you're you're working. Um, But yeah, no, this is like a good vampire film, isn't it? I've never seen it before. I know Catherine Bigelow does it. James Cameron's wife, right? Yeah. Ex-wife, Catherine Bigelow. Expect the movie. They create like a human barricade around... Shield. <laughs> human shields, yeah. I love it. It's pretty cool how they work it out. Like they can't get a free shot. Well, they, they can't risk it. Yeah. I love, I love it. Like, all right, you ready? You ready? And they just rush into the car. They rush into it. But the thing is, the hostages can really fuck them over right now. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, exactly. Like if you remember Swordfish, have like one of them like run away and like they blow up. And that's like the start of the movie. Like, like what all it takes is like, that's why it's good to have them on your side. Yeah. Well, it creates panic as well, actually, with the hostages running around all over the place. The driver, Lance Hendrickson, he's in there. He gets a gun pointed to his head and he's like, hey, can you not point the gun at me? Like, I don't want to be Pulp Fiction, all right? <laughs> I wonder if like Tarantino knew about this. Like, he says like what happens if he did hit a bump and like he killed him? Well, this is just a, a smart what he's doing. You think it's like it's the just, inception just, of the idea though? I know, I know, I know. Do you think like that's where no, Tarantino was like, what no, if you shot no, him? No, no, 
definitely not. Because that's a pretty good idea to have when, like, the hitman just accidentally kill a guy and slaughter his brains in Pulp Fiction. Like, that's a good movie ball curve. I love how uh, Sonny's like, oh, my God, we did it. Son of a bitch, we did it. Like, they think they're home free. Well, a goddamn circus out there, too, like, as they're driving away. Yeah, the crowd's going crazy. People are screaming for him and shit. Um, it was like a moment in the car. Everyone, like, it's a close-up of each character. Like everyone's like with different facial expressions, which is cool. Even the driver does that as well. And he keeps telling him like, Sal, keep that gun pointed up. Get the gun pointed up. Because he keeps like dropping the gun to the back of his head. Yeah, fucking nice. Like you had that suspense. Cause I See, but the thought, thing is, Sal should have been like, shut the fuck Like I'm not doing that shit. Sal, but Sal's too nice of a guy. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to... Yeah, exactly. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to accidentally kill someone, which is so, like... That's right. Which makes his death even more worse. Like, mm. makes his death Cause, Yeah, because he's trusting him. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, the plane looks a little bit too good to be true. Like, you see it, and it's like, fuck, they're actually going to do it? <laughs> that's what I thought, too. This is when Sonny's like... Yeah. When Sonny's like, I haven't eaten all day, would it be burgers? Yeah. <laughs> is there burgers on the plane? <laughs> like, yeah. They worry about eating, which is actually a good, good line. Um, one of the girls gets released, because it's like, you got your plane, get, give us a hostage. She comes back to like the back seat and gives uh, Sal like some beads and says, "I know it's your first trip." But the, this the tension is ratcheting because you hear the airplane yeah. whirling. I know, like in the background. It's so sad. It's like I know you're nervous, Sal, for your first plane trip. Here, have these. Aww. And he's just like, "Thank you." <laughs> like he looks. Oh my god! And like he's acting like you just see something's about to happen. Like as you said, Tony. Like subconsciously, all these like ambient noises are happening. Yeah, and build that yeah. tension. I think he gives him like a heads up, like, you ready, Sonny? Yeah, we don't want any accidents at this point, right? Do you want to put the gun up in the rear for us? They give each other like a head nod or whatever. He pulls the gun out. Like Sal. They like hold Sonny's gun. Yeah, and as soon as he puts the gun up, that's when the uh, shoulder holds. Like, put, holds it against the uh, headrest or whatever. Yeah, and then fucking goes so quick too. And they shoot him really quick. Which, actually, Tony, he's messed up. They killed Sal. But if we hated hostage takers, we hated them. Like, think of the guy from the Green Mile, Tony. The guy who, like, didn't wet the sponge. Yeah, yeah. You know how much you hate him? Yeah, I hate him. Imagine if he was, like, one of the people who had the hostages. Mm, And he'd be such a cocksucker. This would be such a good death if you got him like that. But for someone you actually, like, like, feel sorry for and, like, just want him to, like, get out of it. Because he wasn't really really about the money. I think it was, like, five grand or something or... I think originally, the original score they got was, like, 40 grand, (laughs) including the traveler's checks. They didn't get much cash. The traveler checks were like where the money was from the original robbery. But yeah, no, it's very, very sad. The last moments of the film, they go through exactly what happened. They, he gets 20 years in prison. Uh, he gets a sex change money. But in real life, he only, only got the sex change money when he sold the rights to the film. Uh, That's when the guy had the, yeah. He had enough. They never, they never end up together either. Yeah, no, not Leon and um, Sonny, no. They never end up together. But Sonny got out eventually and he was like, he tried to apply for a job with the bank as a security guard. That's pretty cool. As if he wouldn't say yes. Well, they said no, but he's like, or he's re- like on his resume, he'd write, like, who would want to steal from the guy who tried to rob the bank originally or some shit. <laughs> or something like that. He was just like, he's kind of a deadbeat, but he'd take photos out in front of it and shit. We talk about Pacino's like that movie ends with Pacino like staring at the camera for ages, like going, yeah. like, "Oh fuck, what a fucking day!" Like Sal's dead, like I fucking have failed. Yeah, he did you fail. See the hope drain away from him. It was a failure for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about that wasn't a failure, which is the film itself. Um, let's go to final thoughts. 
I'll go first. This movie was great. Um, wasn't the best Pacino. It was young Pacino. Um, he definitely deserved an Oscar nomination. I'm glad Nicholson won it because I actually liked Nicholson better. Sal, the actor John Cassell, big fan of him. Can't wait to cover one of his next movies just so I can just watch him. He is like one of the most magnetic actors going. Sucks his career got cut so short. Cindy Lament, I have to watch mm. 12 Angry Men. I haven't seen that yet. I've seen the shitty remake. I don't want to say shitty, but I've seen the remake, um, which is actually not that bad. I remember watching it on like Showtime. It's good. Yeah. So imagine what the original will be like. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll watch this movie again. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. You're like half a point higher than Snake Eyes. Uh, what do I think about Dog Day Afternoon? Hmm. Arguably Pacino's best work. It's a masterpiece of directing. Easily, easily Lamette's best. What? <laughs> How's it easily Lamette's best? Have you seen 12 Angry Men? Yes. The cinematography, the acting, the screenplay, all top-notch, but it's missing one thing. I'm talking about the lack of realism. Realism. Not, not a very persuasive element in the modern American cinematic vision. What if, in Dog Day Afternoon, Sonny wanted to get away with it? Really wanted that. <laughs> now, this is the tricky part. What if he started killing hostages right away? No mercy, no quarter. Meet out a man's or the pretty blonde gets in the head. Blam, splat. What, still no boss? Come on. How many innocent victims would it take for the for the city to reverse its policy on hostages? you got to push the envelope. <laughs> this sounds like John Travolta in Swordfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you uh, pull me up. No, I just wanted to hear how but yeah, no. go. Uh, uh, this movie's great. Uh, I'll we'll buy it on Blu-ray if I ever see it. Ten out of ten. Love Pacino. If the uh, audience is wondering how I got that, because we covered Swordfish, I think on our, I think fifth movie we ever covered, unreleased episode. That was actually a pretty good, pretty good quote from like a pretty good scene by Travolta. But I hate what the yeah, camera's doing the, in that movie. The camera's like zooming in. I actually watched it last night. Did you really? I watched Swordfish last was night. Was it good? No, no, no. Sorry, the opening scene for that quote. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, look, people definitely yeah. take a lot of elements from this movie. Anyway, so let's go to our Oscar picks. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give mine to John Cassell, just because he's never won an Oscar before. Um, apparently, he was really hurt. And that's what Pacino said when the Oscar nominations came out for Godfather Part 2. And his role was a lot bigger in Number 2. And, like, he didn't get any credit for it. Yeah. Is he the best thing about Number 2, Tony? I haven't seen the movies in a while, but... He has a pretty, another, another tragic character. Like he, he, he always plays like, like he has people you pity. Yeah, he gets manipulated, doesn't he? Oh, sort of. No, he's he's jealous of of yeah, Michael. He's, he's the older brother. He should be jealous. Yeah, he's the older brother. Yeah, that's right. He's fucking hopeless, bro. Then he gets killed. Uh, who are you giving your Oscar yeah. to, Tony? Pacino, of course. Okay, awesome, great. I'm giving to Pacino every time. <laughs> um, I'm sure in Sea of Love you gave it to the hot chick. Pacino. Yeah, do you, you no? You gave it to Michael Rooker, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, actually, because he didn't show, he showed bare butt, right? Yeah, he showed something. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. All right, so let's go to our next segment. Um, we end the podcast the same way with three clues for the next episode. Um, I'll tell you one if you remember it, but we'll go to our first clue. This movie is a De Niro film. Boy, has arguably the best actor, or sorry, the best actor's actor. So this actor inspired so many people. So you had Marlon Brando. I don't know how else I could say that. No, you should have said there's three, there's three different generations of actor in this movie. Yeah, okay. All, all huge movie stars. That's true, actually. Oh. Three different generations. You've got Edward Norton, 
inspired by De Niro, inspired by Brando. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. So those three actors, Tony's favourite actor. This is probably the first movie we watched, Tony, after our no, Norton kick. Fight Club. No, 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 but like I'm saying we had this Norton kick and we'd watched every Norton thing. And this probably one was like, was that good? <laughs> was that not good? That was like, well, what? That was way worse than it should yeah, be. Yeah, it was bad, but we definitely had like, okay, that was passable. But then with that, with that cowboy movie was like, no, we can't argue this movie was good. That was too boring. Yeah, that was too boring. Even though that movie's arguably bad and both actors regret it and they just wanted to work with Brando. Um, we haven't worked it out yet. It's the score. Um, another heist movie. So that's our theme. Heists. Um, but yeah, I can't remember much about the movie. I just know it has De Niro. So it covers me and Tony's duo theme, which is um, De Niro, Pacino. And this time we've done both. All right, so let's do How Would You End the Movie, Tony? You're going to do yours with like them killing hostages and getting out? Yes, <laughs> the way they should have... Yeah, 100%. That's why I, that's, I actually gave a hint of uh, Swordfish before when it's like fake your death in the Vanilla Island. That's what... Um, Travolta does and sort of Oh, you're nice. All right, so I'm going to go with Sal survives. They go on the jet and they fly around and they land at a prison. <laughs> they just get caught there. So instead of Sal dying, but I just feel like that was never going to happen. No, you should have made this. Sal shoots everybody. Mm. <laughs> That's how you should end it. Yeah, well, Sal's the one killing the hostages, not Sonny. All right, let's do some deadly puns. We have one death, which is... Sal getting shot in the head. Sal. So let's do one each on him getting shot in the head. All right, so he goes, whoa, 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 Sonny, remember, put the gun in the air. We don't want any accidents. And then, so he does that, turns around, shoots in the head, and he goes, well, sometimes accidents happen. Well, no, okay. <laughs> Come on, that's not bad. It's just mm. me, man, or just as you're thinking, but is Jack Queen Phoenix sort of copying the look of... Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. He's copying the look of John Cassell in um, The Joker with his long ass <laughs> shitty hair and shit. Actually, his energy, they have the same energy, really. Mm. Fuck that. Uh, have you seen the movie yet? No, I haven't seen Joker yet. Joker? No, I refuse to. It's, it's a pretty good performance, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good performance, mate. I've seen it before, bro. With, oh, you mean in Dog, Dog Day? Yeah, like just, right, I can watch it, but it's not going to blow my mind like as the movie goes. Performance might be good, but... No, you, will, no, you won't regret watching it for him. Okay. That's a fact. I know I hate him because of Gladiator, which is like a props to his performance. All right, what's your deadly pun, Tony? Uh, I'm trying to think of a... I'm trying to think of one. You like the accents happen, right? Sal. <laughs> no, I can't... I mean, it's, 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 it's a headshot. Head Sal. Uh, sorry to be... Sorry not to be a pal, Sal. That's and bad. Bang. I don't That's know. bad. End it like that, surely. I've given up. You can end in your one. No, I can't give up now, man. You edit something in. Take Dog Day Afternoon, for example. Arguably Pacino's best work. Short of Scarface and Godfather Part 1, of course. Masterpiece of directing. Easily Lamette's best. The cinematography, the acting, the screenplay, all top-notch. But... They didn't push the envelope. Now, what if in Dog Day, Sonny wanted to get away with it? Really wanted to get away with it? What if... Now, this is the tricky part. What if he started killing hostages right away? No mercy, no quarter. Meet our demands. 
are the pretty blonde and the bell bottoms gets it in the back of the head. Bam, splat. What, still no bus? Come on. How many innocent victims splattered across the window would it take to have the city reverse its policy on hostage situations? And this is 1976. There's no CNN. There's no CNBC. There's no, there's no internet. Now, fast forward to today, present time, same situation. How quickly would the modern media make a frenzy over this? In a matter of hours, it would be the, the biggest story from Boston to Budapest. Ten hostages die. Twenty. Thirty. Relentless. Bam, bim. One after another. All caught in high def, computer enhanced, color corrected. You practically taste the brain matter. All for what? A bus? A plane? A couple of million dollars that's federally insured? I mean, it's not within the realm of conventional cinema, but what if? Well, there's a problem with that movie. Really? It wouldn't work. How come? Audiences love happy endings. Pacino escapes with the money. Boyfriend gets a sex change. Love happily ever after. No? No. Ah, homophobia. Bad guy can't win. It's a morality tale. One way or the other, he's got to go down. Hmm. Well, life is stranger than fiction sometimes.